guys, it's Eva and I'm here with a new episode of Currently Binging, the podcast about all things TV and movies. If you're listening for the first time, welcome. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to my voice on. Also, take a few extra seconds, rate, comment, all greatly appreciated. So yeah, hello guys. I know it's been like a month, cannot believe it. I did not intend on taking like a month break, but that's just kind of how um, things fell into place. (laughs) So I guess I'll just give like a life update real quick or not really life, but just in general update. And if you don't want to hear it, then you can skip ahead a couple of minutes to what you actually came to listen to. But essentially, I only plan to take like a two week break. Because I wasn't really watching um, anything. And then it turned into being a month because I actually had to get out of California for like a hot second and need to like really, really reset because you guys know it's been a year now. And I was just like, I gotta, I gotta have a different scenery or something. And so, yeah, I did that. And I also have been binging old seasons of MTV's The Challenge. I actually realized I haven't talked about The Challenge in a very long time. I think the last time I talked about it was for, was it Dirty 30 <laughs> that season? But if you go back and find it, then you will know that I have watched The Challenge since the beginning, since it was Real World, World Rules Challenge. And I love that show. And just going back and watching old seasons of it is just like, how did I watch this one? Everyone was crazy too. And actually some of those old challenges, because now I'm towards like the middle seasons or not middle seasons, kind of like 10 seasons ago. So I'm on like, I just watched like seasons eight, 17, 18, 19. I think I'm on 21, 20, whatever. You guys know what I'm talking about if you watch a challenge, but I'm like those challenges watching Cutthroat again, I was just like, it really was Cutthroat. And then now and then watching, um, oh my gosh, what was after Cutthroat? Rivals. That was a good season. Like, those were legit good seasons. So, yeah, whatever. I'm going to go on a tangent. But anyway, so that's what I've been doing for the past month. I have been watching other things in between. And so you guys are going to get an influx of um, episodes. So make sure you look out for that. But, yeah, so that's just what it's been. And I realized, you guys know, I don't have seasons. I realized a lot of podcasts they do seasons so they have a little break and I usually will do like a week or two or not it's not really a week but it's like two weeks or so um every now and then and so this is just one of those four week breaks so here we are we are back we are discussing the falcon and the winter soldier I'm excited to discuss this uh this was a six episode season of TV on Disney Plus and I mean going into this you kind of knew what to expect because you like we're familiar with these characters so we do have at least that background um going in love Sebastian Stan as the Winter Soldier and Anthony Mackie as Falcon and so you're kind of like okay this is gonna be cool and they did a lot of promos leading up to it you guys know how I feel about promo teasers and stuff like that like teasers are fine because I feel like they're short enough usually like less than 30 seconds but anything after that I'm just like (laughs) I don't want to see too much of it in a um in a preview or whatever so I haven't really been following all of that 
And so going into this, I was like, I don't know what to expect. And also, you guys, clearly, clearly I've been on a break because I have to preface this like I always do by saying that I am not the comic book expert. <laughs> so I don't know everything that happens in the comics. If you are coming here to for me to be that source of information, I'm sorry to say you're not going to get it. Also, I am by myself and I tend to go jump around a little bit. So we might not go in a straight line. It might be a little jagged. We might jump around a little bit. <laughs> it's just is what it is. If you can't follow or that's not your type of a vibe, then I apologize. Actually, I don't. I mean, there are a shit ton of podcasts out there, guys. There really are a shit ton of podcasts. I'm surprised people still listen to my podcast, to be honest. <laughs> but if I'm just not the podcast for you, that is a-okay. There are thousands of podcasts that I'm sure there are hundreds of other people talking about the same shit that I'm talking about, just probably in a different way. And if my vibe is not your vibe, I'm sure you can find someone out there who matches your vibe. And that just is what it is. I'm sorry, but like, I am, and I just said, sorry, but I'm not going, like moving forward, I'm not going to apologize for the format of my show. Going to this, you know, I am a one host show. It's all my opinion and it just is what it is. And we're not going to apologize for that. So yeah, if you like what you hear, then stick around. If not, please go find another podcast because I'm sure there's one that you will enjoy more than mine if you don't like mine. But I will continue to always preface this by saying I am not a comic book expert and I'm not going to know everything that happens in these comics. I just enjoy watching the TV shows and movies. So there's that. <laughs> Clearly I needed a break because like, I feel like I'm coming back very unfiltered. So we're going to see what this is going to turn out to be. But anyway, so <laughs> Falcon and Winter Soldier, I honestly didn't really take a lot of notes. Going into this, news going to be six episodes. I didn't really know what to expect, like I said, especially coming off of um, WandaVision. And WandaVision was such a different show. And going into this, I think I, okay, I lied. I do think that I did come, I do believe coming into this that I was expecting it to be a little more normal, if you will, like normal comic book type of format storytelling, like similar to what we see in the movies where WandaVision was very much out there and you don't really, you didn't really know as a viewer coming in each week what to expect because it was just such a like that show is on its own level and I think and I see a lot of criticisms about Falcon and the Winter Soldier granted it is not a perfect show I think that there are some things that did not help with this being a solid season of TV but I do think that as far as like the main characters are concerned we got them from where we last saw them in Endgame to where we are supposedly to see them in the future of the MCU. So I think they did a good job as far as getting them to the place that they need to be as we head into these future movies. So there's that. But overall, I don't think it was the best season of TV that I've ever watched. <laughs> like, not at all. And I think it's unfair to compare this to WandaVision because WandaVision is such a different show. And that type of show, to come into the Falcon and Winter Soldier, expecting it to be a show similar to WandaVision, I think you are setting yourself up to be disappointed because they're just completely different characters. That type of show for WandaVision 
loved it. If you don't know what I have to say about it, you can go back and listen to that episode because I discussed it. Loved that season of show. Loved the storytelling. Loved how it was formatted. Thought it was very different. I thought it was on its a completely different uh, level on its own. I thought Elizabeth Olsen was like, <laughs> if they're if they're going to nominate her for anything, like nominate her because like she did a great job. Everyone did a great job. It was a great show. But I think that that type of show worked because those type of characters like you're telling a love story between a witch and like someone made out of tech who's not really human so that kind of show format works for them because you already the source is already kind of weird anyway but now you're going into falcon and winter soldier and you're talking about human people who don't necessarily have like these abilities like a vision or like a Wanda where you have, uh, I was about to call him Anthony Mackie. That's his real name. But where you have Sam, who's not an enhanced human being. Like he, yeah, he has the Falcon wings or whatever, but he doesn't have any real powers. And then you have Bucky who was enhanced from the uh, super serum, which this is why I have to write notes. I should know it by now because we say it all the time. We've been saying it for over 10 years. But Super Soldier Serum, see, it's going to come to me. I'm getting back into the swing of things, guys. So it might be a little slow of a roll-up here. But anyway, so, I mean, you have those two comparisons as far as the stars of these two shows. I think it's really unfair to compare them. I think to expect this high-quality level of, like, storytelling, especially knowing that we're using these characters from films that we have been watching over these years, to expect, like, high-quality level of like performance and storytelling and all of that yes I think you should come into all of these shows expecting that whether it's WandaVision where it's Falcon and the Winter Soldier whether it's Loki which is coming in summer and I will be discussing like you should definitely be coming in with that high type of an expectation because that's what they've been giving us for over 10 years where I think this has faults is in the storytelling so while I think that they did a great job as far as like character arcs for Sam and Bucky and you can it's even debatable I think to even be like um what's her name I don't know why I want to call her Sarah but her name's going to come to me the one played by Emily Van Camp I think it's um completely Sharon see I knew it was the S name <laughs> I think it's um you could it's debatable and if you think she had a great story arc they kind of reset her story arc because the last time we saw her was in oh my gosh why do I want to say that it was the last cap movie because I don't think we saw her in infinity war or did we I can't remember but I know you guys will correct me of where we last saw Sharon. But the last time we saw her, like, we didn't know what happened to her. And so all this time, she's been pretty much in hiding, like, <laughs> becoming a villain, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> Which I thought was super clear because she was acting so shady. Like, when we first see her and then the secret phone calls, I was like, okay, she clearly has to be the power broker. I thought that early on. I'm sure a lot of people thought that early on. And I don't think that that was hard to tell. Uh, that that is who she is. And then when we get to the end of it, we find out found out that she is a power broker. I think as far as 
her character. I do think she seems a little more badass and she seems a little more interesting now than she was when we saw her in the previous Cap movies because she always just kind of appeared and she was just uh, Peggy Carter's, what is she? Her great, her great grandniece. I don't know. You guys know once we start getting into layers of family trees, I can mess it up, but we know her as being related to Peggy Carter. So like, that's kind of why and it was like, oh, she's here, but like, we don't really need her. And so now I think they kind of reset her to the point where it will be interesting to see kind of how her character plays out and what that looks like. Is it another season of the Falcon and Winter Soldier, Soldier which I'm sure they'll change the name to Captain America and Winter Soldier because they did that on the um, end title scene. But yeah, so I don't know. It's interesting to see what they do with her. It's always interesting when you have those characters that you can tell they're kind of struggling with what to do because what they're tossing out there isn't really hitting the mark. And so then they do like a complete reset, which is not new. Um, we've seen it in the MCU before. I think Thor is probably probably like one of the bigger ones who's kind of had a reset with the last Thor movie. Um, but yeah, so it'll be interesting. That's why I say it's debatable on if you believe she had a great character arc. But Bucky and Sam wholeheartedly, I believe, of course, because they're our main characters, had probably the best of all the character development because we see where they where they started, kind of coming off of everything that happened in, in game. Bucky is still struggling with being the winter soldier and then Sam is struggling with like his family um and not being able to get access to funds for his family they need to save their business and also just dealing with being like a black human being in America which was interesting to see that how they tied all that in just looking at everything that's happened over just this past year not even prior to this past year, but just everything that, that happened in this past year and how relevant a lot of everything that Sam was saying is to actual real life. So it's kind of like how much of that was original to what they originally planned to show because also Falcon and Winter Soldier was, I'm gonna need to find like a nickname for this because this is a long, that's a long name. <laughs> Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, was supposed to initially come out before what is it WandaVision but it ended up being delayed and so they pulled WandaVision up and WandaVision came out first and I I thought about this as I as we were going through each week of a new episode and kind of looking at some of the articles and the feedback online and I was like what if Falcon and Winter Soldier came out before WandaVision, would we still have people being like, oh, this suck. It's not as good as WandaVision, blah, blah, blah. Or like, would WandaVision have had had as much like viral success as it did have? Because WandaVision had some virility there versus um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, just based on the formatting. And then like they had a song that I don't even think they were expecting to go viral and all of that. So I don't know. It'll be interesting if it came out prior to, but we can't go back in time. We can only move forward. So hence it didn't. And this is what we have. <laughs> but yeah. So, and I think that's also like just getting to the story because, you know, I told you guys, we should go into this expecting great storytelling, just knowing what the source material is 
But I think we really struggles with the storytelling here, at least for my POV, because when I look at all the people who were in or all the people or all the villains we had, because it seems like we had a couple of them. We had Carly and her crew, which I wasn't really understanding in the beginning of this, what their main drive was. And even still, I don't know. I'm thinking of another another show. I told you guys, I've, I've still been watching things. But even still, like when you you get to the end of it, you're still kind of like, okay, I get what her argument is. And it's kind of similar to what, like even Sam's like, he understands it, but there's a better way of going around it. But I think there's were chunks that were removed from this, at least from what I found online. And you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like, the storyline has something to do with vaccines and just, or not vaccines, but because a vaccine is if you're <laughs> like trying to figure it out when I turn this mic on, because I try not to turn, turn the mic off or go back so I don't have to spend forever editing this, but it wouldn't be a vaccine because a vaccine would be <laughs> I'm trying to save you, but essentially a virus or something that was being like given to people through shots <laughs> and uh apparently or from what i read it sounds like they pull that just based on everything that's happened over this last year so it makes sense that that can be seen as like, sensitive and so i think if that is true that would explain why i just the carly storyline at least for me just didn't really work and it always kind of seemed a little weak. And then you had that in tandem with everything that was going on with John Walker, which we got Wyatt Russell in playing John Walker. And I don't know, I'm biased. I'm sure most MCU watchers or Marvel fans or whatever are biased to who Captain America will be because I will say this until my final breath probably but Chris Evans I said this about everyone in the MCU like and as far as who they play in this universe but Chris Evans was hands down I think the best person to be Captain America and even though Endgame was like what three three years ago oh my gosh you guys know time doesn't exist and right now but <laughs> Endgame was like three years ago give or take and we're still getting over the fact, or I don't know, maybe you're not, and maybe it's just me, but like, <laughs> also, if you listen for a long time, you know, like Captain America in the movies was my favorite because I just felt like he could just kick ass. He was the leader. He, his motivation always seemed a little more straight and to the point versus other people's motivations. And if you listen to, if this is your first time listening, then you'll know like the motivation and drive for why people do things really um, factors into what I think about like the overall thing. And you will hear that when I talk about Shadow and Bone, which I cannot wait. I don't know if they're similar audiences, Falcon and Winter Soldier and Shadow and Bone. But like, if you're one of those people like me and you watch Shadow and Bone, then I will listen to that because we're going to talk about motivation there. But, <laughs> but yeah, so. Captain America or um oh my gosh Steve Rogers was like always one of my favorites in the movies and so to see this John Walker guy come in and I mean 
not gonna lie, even though I hate the guy, he had some moments where I kind of felt bad for him because they did create him to be this person. And I don't think that they really factored in the mental aspect of being, having to feel like shoes as big as a Captain America and be this person that the whole, not just the whole country, but the whole world is looking to in moments of crisis. Those are big shoes to fill. And you just yank someone who was a soldier, who knows what their experience was uh, in the war, which we don't really learn a lot of background on John Walker. And I'm sure if you read the comics or whatever, then you can speculate as far as what you think his background is um, or what they would pull from the comics to be his background. But essentially, we don't really know what it all is. And so... um, we know that he has his uh, best friend who is like by his side. Um, and when we see him die, then that was kind of like the breaking point for him. He had already taken the um, the serum, but we didn't see that, which I was glad they didn't show us that in person. Because it was a lot of, it's a lot of times when you have those moments where it's like they have to show you every single thing, but like. There was moments in this, that was one of them where I was like, thank, like, you don't need to show us every single thing. Like we knew he wanted to take the serum and we're expecting him to take the serum at some point because you guys know, I told you, I don't read the comic books, but I do. If I need to, I will Google things. So I, in the beginning of all this was Googling and knew that at some point he was going to become U.S. agent, which is essentially what he becomes um, in the end and which is similar to who he is in the comic books. So like I was, I, I'm sure everyone was expecting that, but essentially, um, I think for him, I think they missed out and not having like that mental factor for him. And I think it's a, a harsh contrast to Bucky because they're kind of in similar boats, <laughs> Bucky and John Walker, because Bucky is, has went through all this, I guess you can say trauma. Um, and he's still dealing with living through all of those things that he did being the winter soldier and not really having control over like his own mind and actions for however long that that went on for. And so essentially part of his deal is he has to go see a therapist and kind of like seeing him trying to work through that and talking about like his list and using Steve's notebook and all that other stuff. Like, to see that and then contrast it against John Walker, who's just like thrown into it with no assistance or no help. And then when he ends up murdering someone with Captain America's shield, it's like, oh, you're done. We're not even going to like y'all. We're just going to strip everything away from you and throw y'all in the streets. It's kind of like, <laughs> it's not really balanced if you look at it that way. So yeah, but that shield moment, like you as you're watching it, you're expecting it to happen. And so you're just sitting there as if you're like, I know it's coming. I know it's coming. But to visually see the shield covered in blood was like, I felt some type of way. I don't know about you guys, but I felt some type of way about that. And it haunted me for a while after that episode ended. I was just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe he did like in my head by my, cause you guys, I live by myself. So like in my head and like talking and stuff like he disrespected the shield and blah, blah, blah. So yeah, that was, that was a moment. 
knows. I felt some type of way about it, but you know, eventually got over it. And then, um, and so to see the individual character arcs of Sam and Bucky, but then also their journey kind of together, because they're always like, oh, we're not really friends or whatever. And Bucky's always like, you know, we're not friends, we're not, we're not, uh, what is it, psychic or whatever, we're like associates or coworkers. But like, no, they're friends. Like that whole moment they had at the end when they were celebrating in New Orleans and Bucky shows up like, I was like, okay, these are fun moments. You guys know I love a good, a good fun moment scene. <laughs> but like to see kind of their, not just their individual arcs, but like their arc together and just working together and, and kind of leaving it open to kind of be like, okay, so what does this look like when we start, the movies start coming back? And, or the movies start coming back, you know, we had a whole, a whole year with no movies, but actually, I know, I keep, I told you guys, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, we might go off a little bit, but we did just have the Oscars, which I did not watch, because I don't know, I, I love watching the Oscars, and I felt some type of way, for some reason, watching it this year, because I was just like, yeah, we have movies, but we didn't really get to go to the theater to watch movies, we all, we watched them all at home, so I was like, do I really want to watch the Oscars? for these movies that I didn't really get to, I don't know, it's just something about, you guys know, I love the whole movie theater experience or whatever, but I was on um, Instagram and they had all the little clips that of them like promoting promoting that movies are coming back, like that theater experience is coming back. And I was getting a little emotional, not gonna lie, like literally getting emotional off of Instagram posts about people being able to go into movie theaters again. I don't know, I don't know. That's neither here nor there. Um, so when movies do come back, and being able um, to see the this new Bucky and Sam in those movies, I think it's going to be super fun to see. But also, because I keep putting it off, <laughs> but we're going to talk about it. Sam as Captain America. Like first of all, just the way they handled the whole like history of. Um, the whole history of Captain America and being introduced to Isaiah and hearing his story and like realizing that he was actually the first like Captain America. And then that whole moment at the end when um, he takes, when uh, Sam takes him to the Captain America Museum and then he gets to see like his own little room and moment and like his history there. I was like, that's super emotional. But just to see the, see Sam become Captain America and then have his whole little moment where we because you know episode five they ended with us not knowing or seeing that he opened the box that Sam or that Sam that Bucky gave him and we know it's a new suit we just don't know what it looks like and so we don't get to see it until the finale and it's just like and everything that I've seen, everyone's like, is super accurate and close to the comics and everyone's geeking out over it. I don't even know what it looks like in the comics. And I was geeking over it. I was like, oh my gosh, it looks so good. And I just talked about this, but I felt some type of way about someone being Captain America. But just seeing Sam with the new suit, with the shield and being Captain America in that way, I don't know. I was just like, oh my gosh, I think I like this. <laughs> I and just seeing him in action and knowing like I don't know what is this gonna look like in the future I don't know I don't know why I keep talking about the future but maybe because I'm excited to see some new movies but 
but I don't know. It just made me that much more excited to see um, Sam in more things or Captain America in more things. So, yeah. But overall, so yes, I think the story, the overall story kind of had faults as far as like the storytelling of it. And it just felt like it was some gaps. And there were some moments, not going to lie, where there were some boring moments in this during the show. There were some moments where I was like, we probably could have cut this. But again, and I don't know how much of kind of what we got was a result of everything that happened over the last year. Like how much of it can we really blame on the pandemic versus, cause like we don't know what they were going to do. And apparently there were supposed to be more um, cameos that they couldn't do because of the pandemic. So I don't know, I don't know, but I can only judge on what we got. And like I said, it wasn't um, bad, but I don't think it was the best um, show that I've ever seen. Also, we had Zemo, which was really interesting to see because I think the last time we saw him was in um, Civil War and to kind of see him show up and then the dynamic between him and Bucky and Sam was interesting. And you kind of are like, oh, wait, Zemo's actually a likable person. <laughs> so <laughs> there was that. Uh, but yeah, I'm trying to see. I don't, I told you guys, I didn't really have notes on this, but I did do like a couple of notes from the finale. Things are about to get weird. Who said that? Oh, I can't remember what her, I didn't write her name down, but she showed up like earlier on Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. <laughs> she showed up. <laughs> Uh, earlier in the season to talk to John Walker and was like, when I call, you answer. <laughs> and then we see her again at the end when she's essentially like, you're a U.S. agent. And so I think I just wrote down what she said. And she was like, things are about to get weird. We want, or no, I don't think she said that. I think someone else said that. I can't, I don't know who, I think it was maybe Sam said it to Bucky. But essentially, Valentina said, that we won't need a Captain America, we'll need a U.S. agent. And so I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> like, what is about to happen? And is this just relegated to, like, the TV show? Or is this coming up in the movies? Because unlike WandaVision, where they were like, this is only one season, I haven't really been able to find anything where it's like, we will never get more seasons of Falcon and Winter Soldier. So I think that is possible we could get a second season, but we don't, there are no confirmations of a second season. And I'm assuming if we were to get a second season, it would be after a shit ton of movies. So <laughs> there is that. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that means. And it makes me very much intrigued. And so I think my question is going out of this that I have is what does the next step for these characters look like like where we want to see I'm assuming we're going to see Bucky and Sam in an upcoming movie but like unlike Wanda Vision where I'm like oh Wanda uh, we're supposed to see her next in Doctor, the next Doctor Strange movie I didn't really look this up also I saw an article where they were like they a, a Captain America 4 is in the works so don't know how valid that is, but I believe the site or the link um, that I saw it on was a pretty reputable 
reputable one <laughs> so we can see. But I also am like, like Sharon is kind of tied to Sam and Bucky because she always was tied to uh, Steve and we didn't really see. The only time we saw her was when we saw Steve. So I feel like she's a character that's kind of tied to wherever they go. So, but then also because she was reinstated and she got pardoned, so she's back. So I guess she could also show up other places because she's like operating again. But we also know that she's still being super shady. So I'm expecting her to show up in a villainous type of a way in the future. But where, I don't know. And then Zemo, are we going to see him again? Will we ever see him again? I don't know, but he's like in a super, what is it, locked up <laughs> situation. So he can't escape, but I don't know. And I don't really think he's, at least as far as where everyone kind of ended, I don't expect to see Zemo anytime soon. That's just me speaking. And then U.S. agent, like where does he show up again? Or is it a, a, one of those things where it's like Bucky, where we saw him in, um, Captain America First Avenger and we thought he was dead well at least those of us who didn't read the comments was like oh he's dead and he shows up again and um, oh my gosh you guys know this is my favorite Captain America movie that I literally cannot think of the name right now you guys my when I tell you my brain is just like we got, I got, I don't know, this whole thing needs to end soon because I just feel like my brain is deteriorating. I have a really good memory and my memory is just like going to shit and I am not liking it at all. I literally had to look it up because I, my, I was like, this is going to bother me. It's Captain America Winter Soldier, which I'm like, oh my gosh, right there in front of my face. And I, whatever, you guys know what I'm saying, so we're just gonna leave it at that again I thought at least for me I enjoyed uh the Falcon and the Winter Soldier I thought it was a great um and you guys know I love short seasons anyway so six episodes I was like okay I think there were some places where we could have if they had the material we worked it a little bit so some of the story overall story flowed a little better because the Carly and the what were they? Why do I want to call them face smashers? <laughs> they were that whole storyline was just like, and it made it hard for me to sympathize with Carly throughout this because when we're first introduced to them, I'm I was like, okay, like they were there, but then I was like, okay, I don't know. I wasn't when we're first introduced to them. We see her with I'm I'm assuming it's her grandmother or something or her mother because they talked about it later on in the season or she not really biological but it seemed like she was like one of those people who took in all these kids so we see her pass away and then I was like okay but wasn't really like understanding what does that do with anything and then as we go on and it's kind of like oh she wants to tear everything down but the hard way we just see her becoming worse and worse and worse because she has taken this serum and she's just to the point where she's killing any and everyone and that's just like I don't know it was hard for me to feel sympathy for her because I was just like the introduction I don't think did well for her overall how her overall story played out and how that story I think the overall story and how it added to Sam's story in development and his moment that he had in the end worked well but for Carly and for her to be our what I'm assuming was supposed to be our main villain 
I don't think it was strong enough there or I don't think it was strong enough to make her a strong enough villain that was like, yes, this is a good villain. Like, I just didn't feel like she was a good villain. <laughs> so I'm going to leave it at that. So, yeah, I want to know what you guys thought about the season of Falcon, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Did you like the season? Where would you rate it on like a scale from one to ten? I don't even know what I I would probably rate it like an eight. 7.58 I don't know why 7.5 came to my head at first so that's why I say 7.58 because that's where I would leave it at um and I usually don't rate shows but I want to know what you guys would rate it let me know <laughs> what you would rate this season of tv and what you are looking forward to as far as um where we see at least Falcon and the Winter Soldier where they go from here let me know uh, and I will talk to you guys in the next episode that's the end of the episode thanks for sticking through it to the end be sure to follow me on all the social media platforms at currently visiting on Instagram and at currently on Twitter also hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on and I will talk to you in the next one